Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Wednesday, November 16th in the year 2022. Before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. That gets that happens with the best products around. MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That is the place to be and hang out. So you want to get your towels, your sheets, your blankets, your comforter, your duvet for your comforter. You want to get your mattress. You want to get the whole works, the whole shebang. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. And right now they've got incredible savings on closeout items up to 90% off. So go check that out as well. Special end of year sales that you don't want to miss. Like maybe you'll find some of those really cool tiger pattern, leopard pattern <laughs> slippers that you could wear when you go hang out with your buddies at the bar. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to love you to death for those. Anyway, head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. You won't want to miss it. You're going to love it. You love Mike Lindell anyway. And you like the products because I do, and I guarantee you will. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Well, Patriots, breaking news. NASA has released the breathtaking photos of Earth from the moon-bound spacecraft. So rather than reading you that article, I thought I'd read you some of the top, this, the top five or six comments that I think sums it all up. First one, imagine that the moon landing was a lie and that Kennedy was not killed by a lone gunman and that 9-11 was not guys who dropped their passports out the window just before impact. Isn't that something? Or this, or that we didn't know about Pearl Harbor or that the Lusitania actually had weapons on board. Or how about this, that the Democrat vote fairy really does show up with a pallet of ballots at 3 a.m., to magically tip the election to Democrats every single time. That is a something. Or imagine this. Imagine that Epstein actually didn't kill himself. Or did, maybe. That would be something, wouldn't it? Or that this new fantastic rocket Artemis might actually have a GoPro mounted on it as it blasts through space. <laughs> all, all in a day's work, folks. Don't worry. Don't All in a day's work. I mean, we had, what can we say? We went through a week of a red wave that turned out to be a red piddle. And then we, after we had the red piddle, FTX collapsed, which is, you know, no big deal. $50 billion got out, which by the way, the the leader of FTX, Friedman or Freed or whatever his name is, he said he's really sorry he made an $8 billion mistake. Last time I checked that ledger balance was about $50 billion, so not sure where that went. But that's okay. It's what's it's just math. It's just math. It's like forty two billion dollars off on his air. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It's just a little bit of math. So yeah. And then, you know, then we had like that incredibly life changing, the most important moment in our history speech last night, which was like watching a dead cat bounce. Oh <laughs> that one. I'm going to talk all about that tonight. So buckle up because we're going to dig into the the infamous Trump speech that left us all sitting there aghast at literally how lifeless it was. We're just so energized today. I'll tell you. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. We're going to do some spiritual warfare because I think we all need it right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time we come together each and every day. We're blessed with this opportunity to, to build into this fellowship, to celebrate, to enjoy our time together, to honor you in all things, to be blessed 
by all that you've given us and continue to bring us together with. And we humble ourselves by our choice willfully before you to say thank you. And probably a lot more before this prayer is over, Father. It won't just be thank you because right now we're sitting here looking at a world and we're shaking our head going, wow, what just happened? In the critical moment, Father, where we all had our moose tracks and our popcorn, and we all sat eagerly on the edge of our seats waiting for the biggest announcement in American history. We got nothing. (laughs) We got oatmeal that was cold in a bowl without sugar, but that's okay because, Father, in all truth, we are literally blessed by the gift that you gave us. What you gave us last night, Father, was a blessing to realize that we must stop worshiping idols and we must put our eyes on you and we must have our focus purely on you as we go forward. The time for the worship of idols of men and idols of women has to end. And last night we witnessed the beginning of that end. A time and a place where the we the anticipation was literally unachieved. It was flat, it was boring, it was uninspired. And it reminded us truly of the difference between this world and the kingdom. So Father, thank you for that blessing. It's time now that we get serious about what our position is and mission is here. Our mission is truly to occupy and to expand and to subdue. And in that process, we have a lot of work to do. We've wasted a great deal of time putting our focus on the idols of men. Forgive us, Father. This is a a system of Babylon, and we are not voting our way out of Babylon. We can pray our way out, but we're not voting our way out. And so our prayers begin there with the realization of the gift that has been given, the eyes to see clearly, and the realization of what was put before us, that we truly have an opportunity right now to make these, these very important choices, to continue to wade and wallow in this muck that leads us to the wide gate and off the cliff into destruction, or we can climb aggressively with intention on the narrow path leading us to that incredible place of salvation. It's our time to choose. It's our time to lead this country in such a way. And so we pray for this nation to truly see the narrow path, to step aside from the lures and all the rhetoric of politics to realize that politics is an empty, it's it's an empty catch, that all of those are ends up being dead cat bounces all the way through. Father, Truly, as you and I have prayed and discussed this morning, this was a gift if we can see it, a gift if we can embrace it, that as we move forward here, it is so important that we keep our eyes on you and not our eyes on these institutions that are so deeply corrupted and must fall. This is a time now where we have witnessed publicly and visibly the corruption in systems that we've leaned so hard into and had so much faith in, a corruption that has no limit from top to bottom, a corruption that has no remorse and doesn't hesitate anymore just to push it in our face because they believe that they can't be removed, that they are unaccountable. So, Father, we pray for justice. We pray for the sort of justice to strike this land. 
and a, a powerful justice that will sweep this land in such a way as to reset things as they need to be, to put your leadership, your love, you yourself back on the throne of this nation to where once again we become a nation under you, under God, with government subordinate to us. For those that are clinging on to the institution and the current corrupted structures, we pray that truly that they will be released from that bondage, that they will see clearly what they're really worshiping. To understand that these structures were created to enslave, not to free. And that only through our love in Jesus and our acceptance of Christ in our heart and our love in you will we find that freedom. We need to step aside from the traps that are being set for us constantly. Traps to hate, traps to, to war against each other, and start identifying where the true enemies are and confront them as enemies are confronted. To deal with demons as demons must be dealt with. And there's a mercilessness in that that is biblically sound. But we just ask for your guidance as we move here to keep our eyes clear, to keep our path true, and to continue to elevate our strength in this fight, to never bow to this evil. What's going to come is going to be more of what we had and worse. It will be sold in so many different ways to persuade people to take the bargain rather than to stand true in faith. This is going to be the era of the great deceit where people of weakened hearts and people with lack of faith are going to fall for those offerings that will lead them ultimately into the bowels of hell. We pray for the strength in our relationship with Jesus. We pray for the strength and love in our relationship with you. We pray truly that there's a clarity in our walk and an understanding that this system is not here for us. It's here to deceive and entrap us and slave us. And we pray for the many that are walking on that edge, wondering whether that's true or not, to find the truth in their hearts, which ultimately turn their eyes to you, Father. In such a time as this, our prayers are so important. May we continue to pray each day, to pray for this country, to pray for the people, to pray for unity through you in this world, and to pray for discernment as we deal with deceit, corruption, and devious people who will tell lies for anything just to accomplish power and greater wealth. Guide us in this hour, Father. Lead us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Patriots, there's a lot I'm going to go over tonight on this speech and among other things as well. But I am going to say this. As I looked at this dead cat bounce yesterday night, this talk, this speech, which was really lifeless and pathetic in my opinion. And for the Patriots out there that are trying to give it all sorts of excuses, we were owed more. And I don't mean that in an entitled sense, out of a respect for the amount of support and love and prayers that we have given to Donald J. Trump. As a nation, we deserved better and we should have been treated better than trying to sell us some line of crap that we're going to vote in again in 2020 and it's all going to be made better because simply the other people are going to figure it out. That's the bottom line. And I don't buy it. And the only, way, only conclusion I come to is that somewhere along the way, 
He's brokered a deal, which I'm not going to fault him for with the amount of attacks that he's been under. But this is where our prayers for, for Donald J. Trump need to be there. And it's to pray that he'll find his way because he's walking the path of Samson now. He has cut his hair and he has lost his power. And that is going to be a very humbling experience for this man. And as he moves forward, I pray for him. And I truly believe that what we've missed is that to remember that God will humble his people, even the mighty. So I would encourage you to pray for President Trump and his family. And in prayers to be specific, to be specific that he finds that relationship with Jesus and quits trying to play games I would pray that he gets true counsel, religious counsel, instead of the charlatans that are packed around him and the showmen that would rather be known as their spiritual advisor to President Trump than being true to the word of Jesus. And I pray that if he did take a deal, which I think he did, that this nation has eyes to see and won't be deceived. I have a my probably my biggest concern for the country is that he will win the presidency but will become the president of the corporation of America and people will buy that lie. We have to cast that aside. We've worked too hard and gone too far down this road, sacrificed too much, put up with literally too much tyranny. And it's not over yet by any means for us simply to give in because one man is supposed to fix it all for us. The fixing of this nation begins at the local level. That's where it will always be. That means taking charge. And if you look at the events, it's really just not surprising that again on yesterday, that we have on the same day that President Trump does his dead cat bounce speech, we have the release of or the beginning of the first 12-week test of the CBDC out of the New York Federal Reserve. And then today, Artemis is launched to give us this new great view of space, which is another CGI line of garbage that they're feeding us. The lies are discontinuing, and they're continuing over and over and over, and they're accelerating because they don't want the people to realize what this world is really about. They don't want the world to realize how deep the corruption goes. They don't want the world to realize that everything from Ruby Ridge to Waco to LaVey or Lavoy, excuse me, that was shot in Eastern Oregon. All of these things at the end of the day were done intentionally to murder U.S. citizens that had the right, had the will to stand up and speak a voice of freedom. We are dealing truly with a criminal cabal that will do anything to keep it, keep its power and to keep your voice suppressed. So this is time for us to be loud, to be defiant, and to literally stand up to this evil. For those that are living in the illusion that President Trump delivered something significant last night, I would suggest you start reading the Bible and somewhere along the way, if you still think that, grasp it firmly in both hands and strike yourself right between the eyes and then go back to reading it. That was literally one of the worst speeches I've ever seen. And it doesn't, it did not inspire and it doesn't inspire me. It doesn't surprise me that it's done because when you broker a deal, 
the way that you destroy our movement is to deflate it and to divide it. And right now that war is on on full speed. We aren't going to be united under a man. We have to be united under a belief. And that and that's the commitment in our faith through Jesus. That should never, ever be anything other than strength and fellowship. So, again, we'll dig into that tonight, kind of muck around in that a little bit and see what's really going on. There's a lot to consider in what was said last night and a lot to consider in the ramifications of where we are actually going. But the world is waking up and the world is shucking off the the chains that the U.S. government placed upon them. We've seen this in various areas. There's even a conversation that happened today and I, or just the other day. And I, want I to am this. really shocked. It's the only way I can put it, that India which claims to be neutral this and sympathetic, at least to the humanitarian crisis, is negotiating a deal with Russia for 12 Su-30 aircraft right now as we speak. I am absolutely shocked. Not only that, the Financial Times, which is not an American newspaper, has said that this is going to be a rupee-for-ruble deal. Now, come on. Um, you're accusing NATO of being weak? What? What is India doing? Now I should only respond to you very briefly to your unnecessary attack on India. I do not understand anymore, and it's becoming frustrating that any discussion regarding this war becomes a discussion on India. Well, I will say it one more time to you, Duff. India is going to take care of India. India is going to look after India's interests. And our economy is growing three times the pace or four times the pace of the American economy. More I and more Americans are living under the poverty line. They are not able to make ends meet, right? And more and more Indians are rising economically. And please, we, this is not our war. Dove, you are the ones with the bio labs in Ukraine. You are the ones, you know, Joe Biden's sons was doing all kinds of business in Ukraine. You are vested in Ukraine. You are pushing Ukraine. You are encouraging Ukraine. And yesterday, your president went and said, listen, Zelensky, if you want to give up territory, it's your choice. Listen, Zelensky, if you want to break up your country and give a little bit of it to Russia, it's your choice. You have hung the Ukrainians out to dry, Dav, and how dare you question India all the time? You've hung them out to dry. You're just, saying, you're just saying go We've fight to the last over Ukrainian. over two and a half billion dollars of, ass of assistance. How much have you guys given? The, the whole world considers Mr. We've given humanitarian aid. It's your war. Aggressive. It's your war. We'd rather give them food than weapons. By giving them weapons, you are driving them further down into greater... Biden is begging the Venezuelans to give him a little bit of extra oil, but he says that India is on shaky ground. America fled for Afghanistan with an incompetence exhibited in frightening pictures of Afghans hanging on to the wheels of their transport aircraft. But he says, no, India is being shaky about Ukraine. This is his war. He started it. And he needs to take both the responsibility and accountability for it. America has absolutely no business, no business attacking us anymore. When it is they who have provided the spark that's led to the bloodiest and most unending of all wars. America is a mess. It's a complete mess. And we made it clear to the Americans that the only corner that we are in is the Indian corner. By refusing to ally completely with a shaky America. 
We have grown in stature and re-established the core of our really independent foreign policy. There's nothing shaky about it. There's something very decisive about it. India will not clean up America's mess. They've littered the whole world over the decades with their war machine. It's their litter and they should clean up. And all of that is true. So this is where we are right now is a world that's waking up. And we've said this here many times, and I've told you this. If you're looking for someone to come save us, it's not going to happen. People are fed up with what we force them to do, how we force them to comply to policies. We force them to be part of a dollar. We've used our bioweapons labs. We used our military-industrial complex to essentially blackmail the world. It's time that we clean this mess up. America is a mess. Our leadership is a mess. It's a train wreck. Every bit of it. And that includes Trump. And if that offends you, too bad. Last night, we needed a leader. We didn't get one. And we got thrown into a, we've been thrown into a cast into a time and a space where we need leadership more than ever. And a leadership that humbles themselves before God and walks with Jesus to unite this nation. We don't have it, so it's up to the people. That work begins in your local communities. I've said this so much, and it's important to start grasping how important this is. For three years, we've talked about the seven pillars of county by county. Home churches, homeschooling, Patriot Gardens, right work, health and wellness, informed action, stewardship and conservation, all of those things. And it's becoming absolutely critical because it's through that we we strengthen our communities, we strengthen our counties, we start to innovate at a county level, we start to take control back from the federal. We take control back from the states. If we have to divide up our states differently, then we do it. If we have to see secession to happen, then we do it. Let go of the control that this artificial nation state has upon you. Start looking towards what our founding fathers gave us. Those were the documents. And in that process, it's always said, we the people, not the leader who fixes it for the people. We've got to get our hands dirty. The world is not coming to save us, and the evil that exists in the world comes and centers itself in this country first and foremost. Sadly, our military has become just an instrument and a tool to be used for the aspirations of banksters and drug dealers to take the form of pharmaceutical companies, and bio-research labs. This is very real. And it's time that we lead this country in the way that it needs to be led with a strong defense, but with a defense that's for us, not for the exploits of some elite. And that's going to change when we finally say enough is enough. Let the system rupture and break. Let it fall. Let Babylon burn. Only then will we be free. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price 
bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, Ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.